0: Florida Sports Network.
1: The bonus hour, Miller and Moulton, Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Thanks so much for being with us on this Friday, not a football Friday. Everybody okay with that? It's an XFL football Friday. I can't even believe you faked that. What the hell? It's a Daytona 500 Friday. It's a Tiger Friday. There you go. (laughs) Steering off in an hour and 23 minutes, baby. ESPN Plus, how many of you have never watched a thing on it? You're going to be doing it today. Calling your friends. Hey, who's got this? What's your password? How much is this going to cost me? Got the fever. So we'll see how he does. Two under yesterday. Cut lines even. So you figure it'll be even again today. So because there's like damn near 80 guys at, at even. So figure I think he can go 73 today and still play the weekend.
2: You're probably right. You're probably right that even will be there. I would like to see a minimum of one under to assure yourself that you're playing on the weekend. But I think he'll play a little better than that. I think he'll match his two under. One under, two under again. I think 69-70 is right there. And the bets will just
1: start coming in for him at Augusta. Man, oh, man. He puts four under-round pars on the board here at Riviera. He could finish T36. It won't matter.
2: Yeah, I don't even know if he needs four under-par rounds for that. Just four rounds, you know, make the cut with a decent round today and then don't have a weekend like he had last year. Last year, he put all his energy into making the cuts, and there wasn't much left on the weekend. Can he play four rounds of consistent golf?
1: Well, once again, You know, you and I don't take Tiger at his word. We feel as if he's earned that. But Tiger did say, when comparing how he feels now to how he felt last year, he said, you know, in the training, in the building up to when was it I was going to play, I've been playing four or five days in a row and walking, because I wanted to be able to feel, you know, the effects when I went to bed and when I woke up, how do I feel? Can I physically do this? Because he said it's not a question of playing one round. It's a question of can I play four in a row? And he said, I feel as if I'm there and I can do it. The biggest problem is my ankle, not the leg. Okay. Well, it's going to be cool this morning. When he tees off in an hour and 20 minutes, you know, that he may look great, but, you know, and he's in great shape, but his body is old. And you'll tell early on when you watch just to see how they're dressed.
2: Are the skull caps out? I mean, you know, how, how many layers do they have to keep warm in the early morning?
1: So are you saying if he looks like the Michelin man early, that's a bad sign? It is.
2: <laughs> and He might. So I I would definitely be paying attention to what the weather's like. You pointed it out several times, David. He doesn't like the cold and it's it was in the 30s when they teed off yesterday.
1: And they're teeing off at 7:24 a.m. Pacific. One of the first tee times. So you know, we'll see how his body responds. Hopefully okay. Obviously finished birdie 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 yesterday. That was a great sign, not just for the score he was able to post, but also for him to be strong at the end of a round. And that wasn't something he was able to pull off many times last year in the limited time that he played. So, okay. I'm not optimistic about today. I think he's really going to – the cold's really going to bother him, I think. You know, he made the –
2: the birdie putt on 18, Rory had one right after it. That was just a little bit inside. Rory talked about the pressure. You could see it, Rory. I can't use the words Rory used, but my lip reading was pretty good. And he basically looked at, I think he looked at JT first and went, man, I couldn't blank that up <laughs> after they'd all hold birdies. On 18 to finish with with all three of them. There was just some great shot making at the end of that tournament yesterday. Fun to watch. Love that West Coast golf and they get us to prime time, David. And take us for that extra hour last night. They kept it right on till around almost 8 o'clock last night that that
1: was on the Golf Channel. Well, let me tell you, somebody gets fired if they turn that sucker off. Are you serious? Uh, apparently, it's almost 50 right now in Pacific Palisades. So, that's about 10 degrees warmer than it was at this time yesterday. So, that's a break. That's good. That's good. How many of you stopped in your tracks yesterday? Come on. Come on. Come on now. Word started to spread. He was hitting the ball. He was looking pretty good. He came home from work. He was on the tube.
2: Well, in the first hole is an easier hole, and he birdied it. So it's nice when you, the first thing here, whether it's Twitter or wherever you're checking your social media, it's like, bang, Tigers 1-under right off the hop.
1: You know, I only caught bits and pieces. I had something to do last night, but. You know, the thing that got me was, I'm like, he's hitting the ball farther than he did last year. You know, he could only occasionally last year reach back and and hit one. And he was pounding that ball off the tee yesterday.
2: Yeah, the boys will be boys. He pulled a little prank yesterday that got caught, and he's taking a little bit of heat for it. Tough. Tough. Tiger blew one past JT and
1: handed him a tampon. Yes, he did. And it's all caught on tape. Don't know what to tell you. You know, that's inside the ropes. That's the world. Okay. If you can't handle it, don't watch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Trust me. We get enough inauthenticity from our athletes today because of all the places the cameras and the microphones are. And they're so aware of it. And they're so image conscious. All right. Sorry. You don't like it? Don't watch. If it offends you, stop watching. Boys will be boys. Men will be men. Women will be women. They tell off-color jokes. They curse. They say things they otherwise wouldn't normally say and do things they otherwise wouldn't normally do. It's their world, by the way. They're the ones competing. We're invading their territory. You don't like it? Don't watch. So there. Oh, I'm just. I'm sorry. I mean, they allow us in, okay, with the cameras and the microphones and what have you. And I want more access.
2: Well, and the one thing we found out full in from. Uh, the full swing episode. The first one's on JT and Speeth. and these two are incredible practical jokers against one another. So Tigers come right in that world. You know, apparently one of them had the other's car moved off property from the valet and didn't tell the other. So, I mean, this is a very small little prank. He blew it by him on a hole and handed him a tampon.
1: Right. There you go. Come on, young buck, reigning PGA champion. Haven't had a major injury yet in your career. Hell, I nearly died two (laughs) years ago. Okay. I can still hit it past you. I've had, you know, I got a fusion in my back. My leg is shriveled. Okay. And I'm 20 yards past you. Okay. Hey. I'm sorry. It's just
2: an awkward stop on the way to the course when you tell your caddy, can you run by CVS?
1: (laughs) Right. Why? Uh Or you say to, you know, Tiger's longtime girlfriend, (laughs) hey, can I grab like four of those for the trip? (laughs) What? (laughs) "Eh, Just, just, I'll explain later.
2: I guess it's better than her catching a condom in his
1: bag. (laughs) Well, I was going to (laughs) say, I mean, just, you know, (laughs) as, as long as you're not, you know, As long as you go back to the hotel room right. at night, you know, sure.
2: Stay away from Denny's. Do whatever you want on the course. I don't care. Yeah.
1: Where was it? Uh, where was the one waitress from? Denny's. Was it Denny's? I thought it was a Denny's. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking it was Perkins. You know now what? Was Was it Perkins? Is really? Perkins, you,
2: Raj may be right. And look at that. That's a that's an insightful drop right there.
1: I, it's funny. I was thinking Waffle House, but now, now we're all going to be looking it up. Tiger just drives us. I, it, honestly, we, we do things with Tiger we don't do with anyone else. Now we're looking up what what restaurant the waitress worked at that was one of the 412 women he cheated on his wife with. <laughs> As Empire said in our Twitch chat room, probably one at all three. Yeah, You make a come good point. And by the way, we still love them.
2: Well, that's the other part. And everybody does. I mean... You know, I got it yesterday because the first thing I did when I saw he was on, I'm reminded my mother-in-law loves Tiger Woods. So I sent her the text, just making sure she knew he was on the Golf Channel. My daughter comes home. oh, it's Tiger Woods. My wife comes home. oh, it's Tiger Woods. I, there's right. there's no other athlete that does that. Right. We were reminded yesterday just how in charge of the sports world Tiger Woods is when he's on. And you're right. You said it earlier. The XFL, the Daytona 500. The NBA All-Star Game, the NHL Outdoor Game, they're all hoping Tiger misses the cut.
1: No doubt. They need a 76 from LT. Tegra. Badly. Gray. Absolutely. You know, oh, that was cute. That was nice. You know, right? what's going on this weekend?
2: I leave every morning about 5.30 to come into the studio. Usually I'm ready to go at 5, and I throw on Sports Center while I have my coffee at home. That's kind of been my morning routine. If I'm a little late, it's 505, 507. You know what I didn't have to worry about today? What they were going to lead with.
1: That is true.
2: And what the first five minutes were going to be.
1: CBS all excited. They got the first two majors of the year and the masters and the PGA. I'm like, oh man. Tiger Woods healthier than last year. Maybe he still has a pulse left. Nance oh, is
2: already right and is open for the weekend. <laughs>
1: right. (laughs) Uh. Will Tiger keep Rory from the career Grand Slam? The 2023 Masters on CBS. By the way, how are people liking CBS's uh, new coverage? You know, they got new announcers. They're trying some things. All right. CBS's golf coverage is very different. Everybody liking it? Any, you know? I've heard Trevor a few Immelman? complaints that
2: that people don't like Immelman,
1: but don't like Immelman. I will say I'm hearing good things. They like the on course reporter. Is it uh, Nost? Is it Cole or Colton Nost? Okay, the on course reporter. I've heard some people say they like him. You know, find him insightful, funny.
2: And for most of us, we'll get our first watch because Tiger Woods is playing this weekend, and we'll be tuning in. <laughs>
1: That's right. They're all saying, really? I didn't even know who was televising this thing.
2: Huh? Immelman, you're on. Good luck because your first critique's coming this weekend. Tiger Woods is going to play the weekend. People are going to pay a little more attention.
1: Just see if you can be half as good as Greg Olson, all right? A bunch of people listened to him for the first time. And thought you know, he like, was great, too. Yeah, I thought he was good. Okay. So can you be
2: good? Tiger Woods tees off in about one hour, two under yesterday. What will he do today at the Genesis Invitational? Miller and Moulton, the good, the bad, and the ugly, 25 minutes away on the Florida Sports. You're
0: listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network.
1: 21 minutes past the hour, the bonus hour of Miller and Moulton. On this Friday, hope you've had a good week. Tiger teeing off in an hour and three minutes. It'll be roughly 50 degrees when he tees off. We'll see how he handles the cooler weather and playing in the morning conditions versus playing in the afternoon conditions that he played in yesterday. Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Good, bad, and ugly. What's on tap? Today was the day when, along with our final thoughts, all coming up. In roughly 15 minutes' time, miss any part of the show? We talked sports business a couple hours ago with Kurt Bodenhausen of Sportico. Went live to Daytona last hour. Bob Pocras of Fox covering NASCAR, and we even talked a little XFL last hour with a guy who does that for a living, Anthony Miller. Miss any of those interviews? Download them. Shortly after the show, FloridaSportsNetwork.com. I will say, I mean, I got a lot of questions
2: answered in talking with Kurt there about the Ballys, but I still have a ton more. I'm still as confused about that as I ever was because the leagues seem to be as confused as they ever were. I mean, MLB is the only league that's actively out trying to do something. The NBA, the NHL have put their heads in the sand and hoping the problem's going to go away. Ultimately, there are a bunch of streaming networks out there. Will any of them jump on these leagues? It will change how we watch sports, particularly here in Florida.
1: Yes, and I am fascinated. Will we actually miss games at the beginning of the year? Because as you mentioned, particularly the baseball fan, it's an older fan, right? And will they be? It's not like older people aren't streaming things, you know, because obviously we all are now, but they're not streaming them at the rate that younger people are. And also, streaming usually costs money. Fixed incomes and the like, I mean, it may not be popular. Hold on a second. Now I have to c- cancel my cable? You know, one of the big things on my cable is uh, I watch this sports network here. It's where I get all my teams. Wait, now I got to cancel this? What am I doing? Well, and I live in an HOA neighborhood, and I only bring that up for this reason, is that we don't have
2: cable as part of our deal. Some HOAs, cables included. Right. One of the thing, things that's been going on in our neighborhood is trying to bring in fiber lines so we all have better internet access. Now, the timing of this, to me, is perfect for making the jump to YouTube TV in the fall when I've got to get it for Sunday ticket. But I was thinking the same thing, is that most people are just, that audience is just used to doing things the way that they've been doing them. And you're talking, and, and I just see the comments over the meetings we're having to make a, systematic change to what our internet is in our neighborhood and how it's freaking people out, mostly older folks. Now take what their passion is. Take the Twins baseball fan. Right. Of which they have one of the biggest radio networks in the country. And they're all watching on regional cable networks or the Tigers are another huge network that they're a Bally sports property as well.
1: And just... Curious, like if I'm Rob Manford, I'm having an emergency meeting with the owners and I'm saying um, this could be like the pandemic for us. This could cost us money. But I don't know what to tell you. We have to deliver our product. And whatever it costs, we need to fill in the blank. That would be my attitude. I would look right at the half the league that's like, well, we don't have a problem. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. We're in this together. Okay. As a sport, we can't have fans not able to get our games on opening day. You know, we kind of want it to be a national holiday. We've actually asked Congress before to declare it a national holiday. We think it's a big thing. And half the teams in this league's television channel is going bankrupt. They announced it yesterday. Yeah, we 140 million dollar payment. We ain't making it. Let the clock begin. 30 days starting now. Oh, huh, good. That's I that's what I would do, Mark, if I was Manfred. I'd say this is going to cost us a lot of money. It just is, and and we don't have to share this one with the players either. This, we got to eat this. This is the cost of doing business. We're in this together as a league.
2: And there was some talk originally of would MLB buy these networks. That I don't think is going to happen. But the next 30 days before they go to bankruptcy is key to how this all plays out.
1: And we've got Lightning, Panthers down the stretch. We've got Heat, Magic. Don't laugh about the Magic. They're within three games of the play-in. They've got one of the top six records in the East over the last two and a half months. And obviously, we've got the Rays and Marlins looming. And it would cause much more upheaval in Tampa St. Pete because there are many more Rays fans than there are Marlins fans. But by the same token, Mark, when you have 19 fans, can you really alienate them?
2: No. And when they're all used to watching the game one way, and it may go away. I'm still, and I, you know, they they say it's not going to happen, but there's no guarantee that all of a sudden 30 days from now, all of a sudden those networks
1: just are on the air, period. Because here's the other deal. Like if I'm Major League Baseball, I would say to the Rays and Marlins, listen, if we have to pick up the tab, I will make sure the games are on the air. Okay, let's just figure it out. The games will air. But if I'm Major League Baseball, I'm not saying to the Rays and Marlins, and oh, by the way, we'll cover the sixty to $80 million check you were supposed to get from Sinclair this year. No, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm going to call the Yankees and the Mets and the Red Sox and the Dodgers, and we'll make sure your game's on the air. We'll eat the cost. <laughs> but you ain't getting that check. I mean, so you'll be able to run your ads. Whatever money you were making with the advertising, I'll make sure those ads run. But that check that you were getting, yeah, that, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Could you imagine your Sternberg, your Bruce Sherman running the Marlins, and you're counting, I mean, you're counting on it. It's right there. It's at the top of the list. Well, you know, we start by the $60 million check we're getting from Bally's. And I think the race check's bigger. And now you know it's not coming. I, probably not a dime of
2: it. And the battle that's going to go on inside of baseball, of what David talks about, we'll never probably get in depth. Or we'll never get the actuality of what happens. But you've got to figure that this is going to make heads roll inside that
1: league. It's a. I will say it's a great opportunity because they will now get to the streaming and they'll deal with this whole blackouts issue that they've had and they will deal with it probably in 2023. I can't imagine we'll have streaming blackout issues in 2024. But the financial hit that a whole bunch of teams are going to take this year, whoo-wee, I mean – Honestly, if you're Bruce Sherman and the Marlins, you're losing money. You're one of the few baseball teams that's losing money every year to begin with. That's with the fifty million dollar check.
2: That's half your that's over half your payroll.
1: I mean I mean that's damn. what these teams
2: spend. They're only spending what are the Marlins spending on payroll?
1: Yeah, like in the seventy million range. Right. Yeah. I mean, don't be surprised if certain teams are selling off guys in the middle of the year because they're not getting their regional sports network check.
2: Could be the biggest haves and have-nots that this league's had in forever. (laughs) Hey,
1: pitchers and catchers.
2: Yankee fans are going. That's great because we need at least one more starter, and at the rate that we, you know, we we don't know how Nestor's going to be to start the year, so we could use an outfielder too. Who are they selling?
1: Say Yankees are like, just scout the Marlins. All right, that's all. We'll take their pitching. They want Stanton back?
2: We'll pick up the tab. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Today was a day win. what's on tap? That's all still ahead as we finish things off for the week right here. Miller and Moulton, thanks for listening on the Florida Sports Network. <laughs>
0: You're listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network.
1: 22 minutes till the top of the hour. 17 until we're out of here. Miller and Moulton, the Florida Sports Network, floridasportsnetwork.com. Before you uh, you get to what it is you do this segment, Mark, I do just want to point out a couple things. FGCU women won last night. It was a first-place showdown. They're in first by a game. They're probably going to finish first, be the top seed. Last night's win was number 25. 25-3. and three. It's the 13th consecutive year they've won 25 or more games. That's pretty good. Uh, no other program in the country has done it. Now, UConn, if they get to 25, and Baylor, if they get to 25. And I don't know if Baylor's going to get there this year. I mean, Baylor's a good team, but they're no longer ranked even. I mean, they're going to make the tournament, and they're going to win 20-plus, but I don't know if Baylor's getting to 25. I mean, when this season's over, Mark, it could be FGCU and UConn as the only two women's basketball programs that have won 25 or more games for 13 consecutive seasons.
2: You would like to think at some point if – Carl and the women's basketball team don't win the conference that they would get an at-large bid. That is, but you know, you and I have talked about this, David, for a decade. Can they get to the point where if somehow they get beat by a Liberty in a conference final that they're still deserving of a bid? So far, they have not been, according to the committee. Doesn't mean they haven't deserved it, but they haven't been able to get the bid from the committee the few times that they haven't won their conference tournament.
1: I was going to say, now, part of the problem is, Mark, they haven't given the committee a chance to put them in as an at-large since 2016. but they deserved to go that year. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. They had like an 18-game winning streak and lost the conference championship game by two and went to the NIT. So just wanted to point that out. I mean, that is – talk about some of us taking winning for granted. And I mean, you're in the same sentence as only UConn and maybe Baylor, but you and UConn? 25 wins, 13 consecutive seasons. Damn. That's number one. And, oh, by the way, big showdown last night against Lipscomb. Yeah, they led 28-8 to after the first quarter. That was a good team. They lost two conference games all year. That team's going to win, like, 22 games this year. And um, big one for the men they got three games left all at home beginning tomorrow. They're tied for ninth in a three-way tie for ninth. Only the top ten teams make the conference playoffs. Now, I think, Mark, they caught a break. One of the teams they're tied with should have won a game last night. They played the second-worst team in the league, and they lost. And now that team, Queens College, plays the top two teams in the league for their final three games. So that team may not win another game. So FGCU may catch a break here. They may only need to win one of their final three.
2: But two would pretty much guarantee them a spot in the top ten and make sure that they make the conference tournament, which they make the, right. seemed like an afterthought the way the season began as well as they were playing, but they've had a couple of rough stretches this year.
1: And so I believe they've lost uh, eight of 11. But they're six and nine in conference. They got three home games left. Uh, rematch with Stetson tomorrow night. They're three games left. They're all at home Saturday and then Wednesday, Friday of next week. And so, Brett Comer, by the way, in the house. He's an assistant at Stetson. All right. Have a chance. To, I would hope that FGCU would bring Comer to center court before the opening tip and just, you know, say, hey. I'd be surprised. Well, the only reason I say that is there was a moment 10 years ago in which, for whatever reason, Richard Petino was coaching. Was it FIU? I forget where he was the head coach. And FGCU brought him out and, like, presented him with a basketball. And I remember, I remember Andy looking at me and looking out and kind of like, "Wait, he's the opposing coach, what have you?" But Mark, I mean, come on, it is Brett Comor No, I know, I know, but
2: it's just, he's an assistant coach for the team that they're trying to beat, who just beat them. I, I think right. you just announce his name. You, you know, you, when you announce the assistant coach, the PA announcer has to do the job of saying the head coach is Stetson is whatever the hell his name is, the assistant coach is Brett Comor and stop. Let them give their little pop and move on.
1: Okay. So, like, you know, not in a big Alico Arena welcome? No. It's part you of know? the
2: opposition. It's the enemy for now.
1: The, it doesn't matter. For the, for the godfather of Dunk City? Something like that?
2: Speaking of, cut the cord already.
1: <laughs> Just, Mark, they're not going to cut that cord. Are you out of your mind? Come on. So, eh, that's all. Want to throw that out there.
0: It's time for someone to take back this segment, if for no other reason than to stop David from talking about Meghan and Harry. Here's Mark Miller with Today Was the Day When. We start in
2: 1924 when Johnny West Miller sets the 100-meter world freestyle record in Miami. This one was just for me and maybe a little bit for David. Today in 1931, the Hershey Bears now in the American Hockey League, played their first game. Been playing hockey in Hershey for nearly 100 years under the same team name. Pretty tough to do. 1943 Dow Chemical and Corning Glassworks form a joint venture to explore and produce silicon materials. Would work out pretty well for them. Yeah, for
1: them. Absolutely.
2: For the Tedbawassee River, not so much. (laughs) Right three-headed walleye in there after that was all done with. Today in 1969, Bob Dylan and Johnny Cash recorded an album. It was never released. One song made it on to Dylan's next album. A lot of them are out there on bootlegs, but the album between Johnny Cash and Bob Dylan never released. Today in 72, sales of the Volkswagen Beetle exceed those of the Model T. In 74, Richard Petty becomes the first driver to win back-to-back titles at Daytona. It would be his fifth win In second consecutive. In 85, Bill Elliott would dominate and win Daytona. Jimmy Fallon started the Tonight Show tonight in 2014. Denny Hamlin wins in 2019 and in 2020 going back-to-back for Joe Gibbs Racing. Those born today that are no longer with us. Thomas J. Watson. He was the chairman of IBM. Hence, you know, Watson there. Wally Pipp, Red Barber, Hal Holbrook, Rick Majerus, and Taylor Hawkins. Those celebrating birthdays today. Jim Brown is 87. Michael Jordan is 60. Luke Robick, yeah, 60.
1: That's right. Let, Let that sink in. MJ is 60.
2: Luke Robitaille is 57. Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day is 51. Paris Hilton is 42. And Ed Sheeran is 32. And that, David, is today was a day win, with the exception of whatever I missed.
1: No, no, you're all over. I mean, Thomas Jefferson was, you know, elected president today back in the day. But they otherwise, you're good. You know, I was around for that. You weren't.
0: You've heard folks elsewhere mock Florida is gonna Florida well. Mark Miller sees it differently. He calls it the good, the bad, and the ugly. What you got, Mark?
2: We go to Prairie Village, Kansas, where authorities in the Kansas City made a discovery over the weekend locating a lone cat's microchip in Kansas. The cat was from Miami. The orange tabby named Lucky is now getting back with its owner. It has been gone for more than two years. It made a 1,400-mile trek. Wow. For the bad, we go to Central Florida, where medical marijuana has been legal for quite a while in the state now, but a group of mothers known as canamoms are trying to get recreational legalization because they say it helps them parent. This is bad for this reason. We all know, Mom that a couple of those gummies are going to calm you down a little bit and make you a little bit better with your toddler. It's admitting it to the rest of the world is the part that's bad. This is one of those things that we need to keep between the ropes. Okay, can of moms? Can you just smoke your ganja and not tell everybody you're parenting with it? Finally, the ugly, we go to New Jersey. We're in Midland Park. Gregory Piccano is the owner of the Hit Zone a gym. He was arrested because a couple of the gym patrons had noticed things were missing out of their cars. And one of them put a GoPro camera in his car to see who was stealing it. Turns out the owner of the gym was taking car keys and rifling through cars while people were working out stealing things out of their vehicle. The dumbass was arrested. He had taken $760 from a work van. Don't think anybody will be working out too soon in the hit zone. No. And that's the good, the bad, and the ugly on today, February the 17th, 2023.
1: Can I throw in an honorable mention? Sure. Did you hear about the flight from New Zealand that had to turn around? I did not. There was a fire at Terminal 1 at JFK Airport yesterday. And they're like, oh, wow, we got to close this terminal. So, obviously, you got incoming flights. Well, one of them took off eight hours earlier from New Zealand. And they're like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. You got to turn around. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Right. You couldn't land them in another terminal? could land them in another airport nearby. I mean, LaGuardia is not that far away. It's a couple of boroughs. I mean, yeah. So, imagine you're eight. Hours into your flight from Auckland to JFK and they say, hey, sorry to tell you, problem's up ahead. we got to turn this sucker around. Uh-huh. Eight more hours back. 16 hours to go nowhere. Do you get the miles? <laughs> <laughs> Do we get free drinks on the way back? I mean. Oh,
2: my God goodness that's nuts
1: yeah uh-huh wait a minute we you sure we can't land this at JFK I mean you know what I don't care what airline we are make a deal with somebody else can't you then just let us off the plane park the thing on the side somewhere no huh. so oh, wow that is absolutely I mean, cra- that
2: isn't ugly there is no doubt there oh
1: that's my nomination.
2: Five games in the National Hockey League tonight. Probably the best one is David's Rangers taking on Edmonton at 9 o'clock. Penguins are at the Islanders, Blackhawks at Ottawa, Dallas at Minnesota, and the Kings and the Ducks play tonight as well.
1: Remember, you got no NBA. It's all-star weekend. and it just, I had no idea what days and times what's happening. I had three-point slam dunk at skills competition, honestly. Giannis is out there if he's out there because he just hurt his wrist last night. Apparently, he's doing something with both his brothers.
2: Not one ranked know. team playing in college basketball tonight.
1: No, Friday's a bad night. It's so bad, in fact, that like if we were the commissioner of a small conference like the A Sun, it's such a bad night. I think you seriously have to consider moving your games. You know, you play Thursday, Saturday. Do we have to play Wednesday, Friday, or Friday, Sunday? Because you can get good TV slots if you're playing on Friday. I mean, you can at least get on ESPN U right. and ESPN two when you can't otherwise. I mean, it's a bad college basketball night. None of the major conferences play on Fridays.
2: So a little bit of hockey, bad college basketball, no NBA tonight. Tiger tees it up in less than 30 minutes, or right around 30 minutes.
1: So there you go, ESPN Plus, by the way. That's how you'll watch them. So you got 30-something minutes. Find a friend, get a password, pay the money. Do something.
2: I'll be watching golf all day.
1: I know you will. We we lost you. You're you you're you're no um, good to any of us.
2: I'm in. I'm in and I'm damn near rooting.
1: <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. Heck, you invite mom over? Probably. I mean, she's she's the biggest tiger fan. Oh, no, your mother in law. Mother in
2: law. Mom likes Tiger, but not no, mother-in-law. She'd get rid of all of us for Tiger. (laughs) Probably a couple grandkids, too.
1: Uh, I don't know. Come on now. I think she'd keep the grandkids. The rest of you are in trouble. But they always keep the grandkids. I don't know what it is. (laughs) XFL, for those
2: of you that want football, kicks off this weekend.
1: Orlando playing tomorrow night. You know, it's a tough road trip to Houston to play the Roughnecks. Oh,
2: you know, throw the records out when the Guardians and the Roughnecks get together, David.
1: All I know is Lee Sterling actually has picks on the XFL from his service. I I may need to get
2: him. I may need to get him just to see how he does week one.
1: (laughs) ParamountSports.com if you're interested.
2: Have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks so much for giving us. Part of your week. We'll do it all over again Monday morning. Felipe is back, or at least we think Miller and Moulton. Thanks for listening right here on the Florida Sports Network.